Vibing, B-Dog. Man, you know this connection uh, slipped up for a second. But people at home, we are talking about narcissistic and just the different points about it. And what were you now saying? CC, you were asking me a question before we got. <laughs> yeah, um, we were talking about how our present is narcissistic. But I said, what what is your example? Like, like for me, mm. I'm saying that or succubus are mm. a form of narcissists. What, what do you think? Oh, yes. Oh, hell to the yes. They will drain you of your energy. Oh, my God. I, uh, I hate to say it, but I got family members and friends that are like that. And they um do not, as we said earlier, do not like to be confronted about those things. I, and I also, I just want to throw this in here. Um, when you are uh, narcissist, it doesn't mean self-love, at least not the general. So it, it's more accurate to say that people witnessed personal disorder are in love with an idealized grand social image of their self and they're in love with this inflated self-image perceived because it allows them to avoid deeper feelings of insecurity come on but props them up their delusion of grandeur and it takes a lot of work to change the functional attitude and behavior then i want to um Throw out this word, uh, one of these things that says um, grandinosis, a sense of self importance. Grandinosis is the definition of a characteristic of narcissism, more than just ignorant or vain. Grandinosis is an unrealistic sense of superiority to people. Now, what do you think about that? Come on, now, do you know some people like that? That, like, I would say that our president feels like he's better than all the health experts and he knows better. See, that's a form of that where you don't want to believe yeah. what another person tells you to be true. Instead, you'll still be like, no. If I tell you the sky is blue, you'll fight me all day and tell me it's green. Right. And I think a lot of, like, people that are celebrities, even I've seen mm. it, like, in, in the gym. I've seen, I've seen coaches. I've seen people that compete and stuff, and they think because they won a couple titles, and they think they're better than everybody, and they could just treat everybody like shit and talk to everybody like shit. And they that's do. Not the way, that's not the way that the world works, you know. Or they have a little car, and I see this in the African American community and the Latino community, and I fucking hate it. And the Asian community, okay? I'm calling you out. Yes, I'm calling you out. When you get a little car, you get a little house in the United States of America, and you yeah. forgot that you were living on fucking food stamps or that you came from another fucking country. Come on, tell them. Where your ass was getting beat to death and you were being fucking starving. Now all of a sudden you think you the shit and you forgot about humanity. You forgot about humanity and start treating others how you used to be treated. Right. Come on. And you don't need to do that. That's just not a good thing. You know, self-loathing. Come on. Yeah, all into all into their fucking selves. And then and then when you point out something about them, like, hey. This this is the flaw that you have when you point that out or if you don't like like I say there's people that if I don't message them right away they'll fucking just be like I'm not dealing with her I'm gonna block her right type of attitude because they need that self validation they just like they have they have real personality disorders and I'm like wow where do these people get this fucking self entitlement from man where do you think it comes from you think it comes from our society right now social media what do you think this um this uh this this idolized identity that a lot of people walk because people that deal a lot in social media they have this narcissistic view of themselves. you know they put their pictures up they want you to see certain things they're giving you certain images of themselves. they're painting you 
a beautiful picture, but it might not be the real picture, is what we're saying. Come on. Right. That's why I say I fear people that don't post too much or that post certain things. Because uh-huh. I'm like, cause I'm like hmm, what is it that you got to hide? But now people that are vulnerable and they post certain things, I can see the true them, you know? Come on now. And, and, and as, we, as we talk about this thing, since reality doesn't support their views, they live in a fantasy world. You see what I'm saying? And they rationalize things differently than me and you do. You know what I'm saying? They're always on the defensive. You know what I'm saying? They're extremes and highs and lows. And they spend self-glorified fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, attractiveness, ideal love that make them feel special and controlled. But these fantasies protect them from feelings of inner emptiness and shame. Right. Come on. I I see a lot of people, and I'm I'm not even going to say the names, but I see a lot of people that on their social media, they're all nice and cute and have little Bible quotes, and their shit might be clean, come off as conservative, don't put any means. But when you see them in real life, they get to doing some ratchet-ass shit. Some of Come them ratchet shit. That's why I don't ever believe. I'm like, yo, this person's page is too motherfucking positive. You're not going to fucking tell me that everything about them is positive. There's just no fucking way. This person Come is hiding now. something. And the, and the person that the most that I think is usually hiding something are the people that want to post up Bible quotes every other second. Mm, tell That's me a about red flag for me. Red flag for me, too. Come on now. That's a narcissistic person. You know, uh, it'd, be, it'd be funny about those people. Those people be the first people to put up a Bible quote and then be the same people that don't have the faith to believe in the Bible quote they just put up. Come on. Right. Or, or they'd be the first one to curse you out. Think they want when they will. You know, I gotta um let me let me give y'all a side story since we're talking about that religion real quick. How would you feel about this, CC? We're going through this time of need. And I feel that my pastor should be reaching out more to the congregation because we're a small congregation and everything. Now, some people tell me that I should reach out to the pastor, and I agree. I have hit him up. But I just feel like when you're the pastor of the church, you should be calling your congregation. I shouldn't be, especially when we on Corona and are we everybody's at the crib. It ain't nothing to reach out to your nothing congregation to once a week. Let Come on. You, uh, let me tell you, like, almost every other day, people from my Buddhist center reach out to me. And we have weekly Zoom meetings since we know we can't be in our center. And we chant for each other and pray for each other and we support each other. You know, that's what we do. I don't know like works in your religion. Now, you know, now listen, let me say this to you. That, that's the thing, like, we do have church on Sundays via Facebook, via band app, and everything, good service. But it's no, for the rest of the week, you know, it's no, um, how can I put this? It's no reach out. Like, for example, one day he called me up Dirt right before Mother's Day, and he was like, they had got the the missus uh a, a little um, Mother's Day gift, and they wanted to meet up, but we were on our way to a virtual wedding. So I mean, after he told after I told him that, he was like, well, all right, well I'll let y'all go, and he heard me got off the phone. For me, I'm like, to me, we should have sat on the phone for a couple of more minutes. He could have said a prayer for me. We could have shot the juju fan 
just seen how I was. I could have seen how he was. It's just sometimes, let me just tell people, and I'm not shooting my pastor down, and I believe he has the spirit, but I feel like sometimes, CC, and I think you might can relate to me with this, that some people that I come in contact with, my spirit is so positive, they don't know how to take my spirit. You see what I'm saying? Amen. Hallelujah. I have that same Come on. And they think I'm trying to get they spot. No, I'm comfortable in my spot. See, see, I don't look. You're all things entertainment. Look, if you're bubbling and you bring red eyes along, I'm not gonna be trying to step on your toes to get to your number one spot. I'm comfortable right here. I would and never, I would never be great. And even if you did, I'd be like, that's good for him. I want him to be on top. Why wouldn't I Come want on. you to be on top? Fuck that. See? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, like how we do that. And that shit kind of like, it affects me because, you know, after this Corona thing, I've got to really start thinking again, do I still go to this church or do I go to, you know what I'm saying? Do I go to a different church? I've really got to ask myself these type of questions going forward. Well, I don't know what to tell you about that. But like I said, in my Buddhist center, we we hit each other up almost every other day, you know, and uh, we help each other even get jobs. If we know there's someone that doesn't have a job, I'll refer somebody to go get a security job because I know that's the best type of job. You're always going to have a, a career in that. And Come that's, on. Just, that's just how we do. And then when we do meet up, we bring food because we don't know who doesn't have food in their house. We don't know who hasn't been eating properly. We look out for each other. Oh, and now you're going to like this one as we talking about the narcissist. A narcissist's sense of superiority is like a balloon that gradually loses air without a steady stream of applause, recognition to keep it inflated. What do you think about that? Come on. I know too many people that always want you to big them up what they did accomplish. Look, I got some new shoes. Look, my car. But when you do positive shit, they ain't got nothing to say about your success. You know what I'm saying? That's, you just that's very fucking true. That's, I, Come I on. That's, that's very fucking true. Because I've only had, since, I, since I've started doing, um, since I started doing MMA, I've only had two people to really tell me, like, wow. Your boxing has improved since you first started fighting. And then another person was like, you another person was like, you need to give yourself more credit. You know? People talk a lot of shit, but you really need to give yourself more credit because there's a lot of fighters that don't grow like you. They pick they pick fights that are like, you know, paid for or they pick easy fights just because they, they they know that they're gonna win and you don't do that. You've never had an easy fight in your life. You don't do you don't go for the easy look. That's what I'm saying. They're going for the easy look. That's what it is. Come on. I'm gonna take the hard road because the hard road got more pay is more paid and riches for me. Some people think the easy road is the best road. I don't mind the easy road, but I'll take the hard road too, CC. What about yourself? Yeah, it's like for me, I wanna definitely grow as a fighter. And once you get in that cage, you cannot fucking lie. You cannot lie and be like, yes. I have all the fucking skill in the world because it's going to fucking show, right? If you're nervous, if your nerves affect you, even if you are the best fighter, it could be your nerves. It could be something else. Mm. The best way to do it is to just hop in that case. So when the time comes and you know you're fighting a bad motherfucker, a beast, you already put in the fucking work. You already put in the fucking work and your experience. I tell people all the time, just do it. Don't fucking wait. Just do it. Because time... It waits for no motherfucking man. It does not wait for anybody. You have to. Tell do it. 
because there there's those narcissists that you have around you and they'll be like no you can't do that i don't think that's such a great idea you're you're you're, you got to be more realistic with your dreams and shit like that you know those you do people that you need to get away from you come on now because see they occasionally a compliment is not enough for them see they need a constant food for their ego so they surround themselves with people who are willing to cater to their obsessive craving for affirm- affirmation. These Say are very one-sided. It's all about what the admirer can do for the narcissist. It's never the other way around. And there, there's an eruption or diminish in the uh, uh, admirer's attention and praise. The narcissist treats it as a betrayal. And let me just say something about this. I've had friends that have cut me off like that once I realized that that was the type of character they were because I was no longer feeding their ego, always constantly calling them, asking them how they were. When they would call me, the conversation was always about them. When I stopped wanting it to be more about us and not them, they said they left me alone. What do you think about that whole spiel I just gave? About the narcissist leaving you alone? Yeah, well, not well. Not only the narcissist leaving me alone, but about how when um, their admirer doesn't give them that attention anymore, they feel it's a betrayal, and then they want. Yeah, their- I had that done to me too. Motherfuckers felt like I was betraying them because I wasn't kissing their fucking ass. That's it. That's the word I want to use. They want somebody to kiss their ass. I'm not in the ass kissing. That's was- not me. I was just, I was just having a conversation with somebody today, and I was like, listen. You motherfuckers get by on your career and do all this shit because you're sleeping with motherfuckers. You're kissing ass. But that's just not me. I do that's not operate like that. That's not Cecily Nova. I'm sorry. That's not me and it never will be. So get used to it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to kiss no ass. I don't want my tongue in nobody's crack. That's what I'm telling you. Once you and, then they, the- and then they had the audacity to tell me I'm unloyal. I said, how the fuck am I unloyal? I supported every single fucking thing you motherfuckers did. But when it came time for you to support me, none of you motherfuckers stood up. So how the fuck am I unloyal? Please explain to me and draw me a motherfucking map of how I'm unloyal. Because I stood my ground and I and I demanded respect. That's not called being unloyal. That's called having self-respect. There's a self-respect. And tell me that's a, that there's a difference in having self-respect instead of having a sense of entitlement. And because they consider themselves special, a narcissist especially favor treatment that they are due. They truly believe that whatever they want, they should get. And they also expect the people around them to automatically comply with their every wish and whim. That is their only value. If you don't anticipate and meet their every need, then you are useless. And if you have the nerve to defy their will or call them selfish, Ask for your something in return. Prepare yourself for aggression, outrage, and a cold shoulder. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's I, just it's, like dealing oh. dealing with a narcissist and being discarded by one, whether it's your friend, you mm. know, it's a business partner that you're working with, whatever. Like when them when they let you go, it's just like a breakup, but it's never an ordinary breakup, whether it's your friend or whatever, because they Number one, they lack the emotional empathy. Number two, Come they, on. they lack they lack fucking guilt about what they did to you. It's oh my reality. gosh! And oh, number, I love three, them. number three, they lack the remorse. It's the same shit, you know. 
they are just physically unable to see you as a person and they use you as much as they can and then they move on to something new when they've run you dry. Man, let me just say, you hit it right there on the head. No empathy. They cannot identify with other people's feelings. They cannot put themselves in your shoes. Yep. Matter of fact, they don't even want to. Let me just exactly. say that. They don't even want to. And if you point this out to them, they still won't truly get it. They only understand is their own needs. Yep. Nobody else's. Yep. Mm. And then mm. when then what they end up doing is it, you know, that's a form of abuse. And it's like trauma bonding. Um and they also give you PTSD. Mm. That's what they do. Uh-huh. And that's the worst part about it. And that's why I think like for me, like I was contemplating suicide because I dealt with a bunch of narcissists in my life and I wasn't able to identify what they were because I'm used to like healing people, wanting to help people, wanting to be there for people. And then they don't want to do that for me. Yes. Come on. I have to to learn now. I'm very, very selective about who I bring around me. I'm self-preserving myself with my, Mm. with my body, with my energy. I like that. Hey, let me just say to the people at home, we talk about them succubus, we talk about them um, people, the, the energy leeches, you know, that want to grab your energy, and we want to tell y'all that this is what a narcissist does, that's all he does, he just wants your energy, they want you to give and give and give and give until you don't have anything else emotionally to give, and then they leave you alone, looking for that same validation that you were giving them to somebody else. Right. And and mm. most of the times when they let you go, let's say if it's in a relationship and they start dating somebody else, if they haven't told you that they want to, you know, speak to somebody else and they didn't give you that closure and it was just like from one day to the next, you were dating other people, it's because they were already grooming the other person. Thank you. So. Grooming. Come on. Okay. I'm going to tell them this right here as well. When a narcissist feels threatened, Whenever they encounter someone, anyone who appears to have something they lack, especially those who are confident and popular, they're also threatened by people who don't know the toe to them or who challenge them in any way. Their defense mechanism is in contempt. The only way to neutralize the threat and prop up their own sagging ego is to put those people down. They may do it in a polarizing way or a dismissive way as to demonstrate how the little, how little the other person means to them, or they may go on the attack with insults, name calling, bullying, threats to force others' person goes back in line. Now, do you hear what they do? They will bully they, you. They will bully they will threaten you. you with yes. violence to yes. get you back in line. I've had I've had people do that to me, and that's what I always wasn't I just saying that the other day. I've had people do that to me, and You're I saying? like. I say, like I said, you can say whatever the fuck you want on social media, but when I see you in person, that's a different motherfucking story. But let's move on to the other um, discarding. Okay. It's a, it's Come on. The silent treatment. Mm. The silent fucking treatment. That's the narcissist go to. Mm. They fucking love doing the silent treatment. They do. And they, they do. and they and they have the inability to handle the slightest bit of criticism. I mean, they just go complete ape shit. Like, they will cut you out of their life. Shit me. 
and they don't even they won't even be like, why do you feel that way? No, they don't ask questions. No, they do not. And they feel like it's on you to chase them down when they cut oh, you. Yeah. Like you're supposed to know why they did it, and you're supposed to automatically know to right. apologize. Amen. <laughs> <I've> had... <laughs> Amen. Say that again. They automatically expect you to know to apologize, like you know what's going on with them or what's wrong. And let me give you another good example of that. Like, say, for example, I had a friend that wanted me to go on the trip with them, and I couldn't make it. So they got really offended by it and everything and like threw it back up in my face and shit later along in life how I didn't make it. But they've done some things, y'all, and I didn't throw it back up in their face. And that's what I'm saying. When you're peoples with peoples, you don't throw shit. But look, we ap- apologies for saying I'm not going to apologize three times for the same shit. That's not me. You got your one, and I'm sincere with it. And, you know, and <clears throat> why do... um? Let me ask you a question when we're talking about relationships. Why do narcissists, when they break up with somebody, they do it like that? They want to leave it in a bad state. Like, I like, I've broken up with people and we were still cool. We just won't right. make to be together like that. Right. I mean, a narcissist is going to do what a narcissist does. I feel like the narcissism starts from childhood because <laughs> when I when I look back at Almost all the guys that I've dated, okay, they all like disrespect their parents in some form or way, you know, like or they have like some sort of like issue that mm. happened in their, in their childhood. And I, I see, like, like it. a lot, a lot of people can't really get over that. Like I, like today, I spoke to somebody and he was like, "Oh, well, my my dad wasn't around, so I can't mm. cry and and I have to be the man." I said, "Fuck that shit." I said, I had a lot of stepdads and my dad wasn't around, you know, and a, a lot of times. And I don't use that shit as an excuse. I said, you need to work on yourself as a fucking person. Uh, stop using the past as an excuse to be toxic, period. I agree with you. Don't use the past to be toxic because I really don't see how you not having... Look, there's a lot of us that didn't have parents in certain things, aspects. You know what I mean? Like, you can't hold that. Like, look, my dad taught me some things and then I had a couple of stepdads that taught me some things. I right. put it all together. I had some good dads. That's right. what I'm telling you. Come on. Right. But anybody could be your dad. Your teacher could be your dad. Your Thank coach you. in school could be your dad. Your pastor could be your dad. Me, the thing about me is I found a father in everybody. Okay. And that was my thing. I didn't think like I never thought like damn my dad isn't here. Why isn't my dad here? That was just never my thinking. That was my thinking. I was just happy as a child, you know, and here's the thing about narcissists. It's like they just can't regenerate self-esteem or worth. You know, they, they feel very completely dependent on other people or what they what they call a supply, you know. Yes, I do. Come on, man. Let me tell you all something. My dad was in the military. Uh, we moved around a lot. I got to see different walks of life, different people. You know, being an army brat is 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 different. You know what I'm saying? That's I, again, that's why a lot of these things, like when you like some of these things, like these um these traits that people have. I've got to say to y'all at home and CC all uh, things that I'm glad that I had caring people around me that steered and had and directed me. And also I was glad that as a youth and as I got older that I was willing to listen to those people. <laughs> that took a liking to me and shared a couple of things on the way because I'm a better person for it. 
And I think everybody's a better person when they around people that they can look at as role models, just individuals. Look, he didn't have to have a dad, but he might have had an uncle. That's what I'm saying. You might have had an uncle, your grandpa, the neighbor down the street that was real cool. Like you said, your little league coach. But we need these type of people. And remember, narcissists don't want to have those type of people around because those people reinforce positivity. And they don't want to reinforce positivity. They want all the positivity. They don't want to give none. They want to receive it. Come on. Look at how they treat others. They lie, manipulate, hurt, disrespect. He or she will eventually treat you the same way. Don't fall for the fantasy that you are different. Take your rose-colored glasses off and start looking at these people for who they are. You have some toxic relationships in your lives. And if you, I'm not a professional, but I will say this much. Professionally speaking, you need to leave these people alone because they're not going to do nothing but bring you down. You see what I'm saying? Especially if you got goals, aspirations, or dreams, or things that you're trying to succeed. Right. And uh, this is another thing. It's like um, some of these people, they just, it's like they just want to flaunt stuff, you know, and they care about reputation. It's not necessarily like, let's say, let's say they don't win stuff, but they do care about, um, you know, materials, people, places, and things, events, you know, because the supply is actually energy feedback to validate them, to validate their work, to validate their existence, both positive and negative, you know. And they and they and they don't mind because they're hungry for both. And again, they want to show you all things. They want to try to make you jealous. They want to make you feel a certain way. They always want to be one step above you. And anytime that they feel like y'all are on the same level, that's when they push back from you. And then they got to go do something to one up. The next time you see them, they'll have something new. You see what I'm saying? Like I had a friend that told me, uh, all they do is buy designer belts and uh ties and shoes and shit. I'm like, well, what difference does that, that make me? I know about designer shit just because I ain't, I, don't, I got like a couple of designer belts. I don't need 10 designer belts. Bitch, yep. it's only one of my waist. That's it. That's, that's one of the things that I talked about that narcissists like really look after is the material things. And another thing is people that have like a family like they, that they want to try to make their families seem like they have a sense of normalcy so that they can, you know, have social acceptance and admiration by people like, oh, wow, like, look, you have a really nice family. When I know, when I know, when I go to their house, they're fucking shit and everything's falling apart, you know. They need to have homes, they need to have nice cars, they need to have private jets, you know, to kind of trigger envy in people. And they it's stupid. I don't want to trigger that emotion in nobody because I'm always going to try to tell you how you can go out and get the shit. And you know what I'm saying? And I, and I tell everybody, you got to do this shit in your own pace. You can't be worrying about the next man and how they run in the race. Because everybody run the race different. But the key thing is, don't stop running the damn race. Some of y'all niggas give up. Y'all be right there at the finish line. And y'all just stop saying, got on you. That narcissist that shot you down, and now you don't believe in yourself no more, and now you believe in what they telling you, and, and look at you, now you're not to sell it, and they happy, because they done took that same energy they took from you, and they running with it, everywhere, happy-go-lucky style. 
and then uh, and then another form like it goes back to the whole gaslighting like a person that just attacks your attacks your personality whether it be on social media or like you know just embarrass you in front of a bunch of people i cannot stand it trying to bring you down in a group of people and shit come on now the big day self up that is one of my personal pet peeves, y'all at home. I just don't like that shit. Don't try to make another person here feel different just to make you seem like you the funny person of the crowd and shit. Don't make jokes at another person that spits. I'm not going to make you feel down or anything. I remember when I was younger, it was a, um, we were all at the pool, wife and I, and it was this young girl out there and she felt different because she wanted to get out there with her bathing suit on, but she had a little hair on her arms. My wife saw that she was looking, feeling a little awkward. She went over there and talked to her, and the girl told her what was wrong, and she didn't want people to make fun of her. So my wife went and helped her shave up her little underarm so she could go out there and feel like everybody else. That's the type of stuff you do. You don't want to make a person. I want to include everybody. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? I, this, this club, this red eye club, this all things in the club, this club is for everybody. We want you all to join. This is no skip well, now again. If you a hater, you ain't got no energy. Right. You a succubus, a vampire, or energy leash. No, nah, you're not a part of the club. You can't come. That's The club's not for you. Right. <laughs> this club is for positivity, people that want to uplift, and just want to share the world their gifts. That's what we about. I don't know about all that trying to hold another person back. These things really bug me out that people do. Oh, uh, CC, and when we look at them and we actually say them out loud and things, you just be thinking about them. And have me over here thinking a minute about all the people in my life that I've known that's been done some of these things and I've overlooked. I validated some of these people. Mm-hmm. Come on. And I'm just glad now I don't because now you can't get that kind of love from me. I only get that love out to my truths. Like, you know, over here when we're trying to do things and shit, to better ourselves. No, I'm not about, I can't help you. I ain't got time to give you my energy, not in Corona. That's what I'm saying. You got to get yourself together. <laughs> I can't help yeah. you. Another Fuck. form of uh, narcissism um, is romantic relationships on the side or living a double life. Because mm. they need that adoration somewhere if they're not getting it at home. Ooh, that's serious. Mm. And let me tell you why, because um, remember, like I said, um, they their fragile ego won't allow them to accept the dependency, even though they are codependent. But Come they, on. Have to discard, they have to discard you, get rid of you to kind of quiet this pain in them, you know. And mm-hmm. once, they, once their sources wear off and they become bored, since they can't emotionally bond, um, their connections, you know, are usually superficial and short lived. Yeah, that's why they have to break up with you, and they're like, "Oh, well, I really love this person, and I can't let this person know that I love them, and I can't come back and apologize." No, 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 no. I'm just gonna cut off the person and move move on to the next partner. And they know that they're letting they know that they're letting their partner down, and by letting their partner down, this is how they can see their failure. So that's one way because we we were moving on to talking about how to beat the narcissist. That's how you yes. beat the narcissist. Come on, when the narcissist lets you down. That's one way you beat them. Mm, nice. Right? I didn't know. Think about that. Come on now. Keep speaking on it now. When I, uh, when you say that uh, 
what else do narcissists like to do in relationships when they with people? And you say they let people go like that because they don't want to. They um they're getting too close to pulling down their wall, and that's why they get because they don't want them to get close to their heart, right? Um, well, yeah, so they usually, they don't bond with you. They discard you, right? Like I said. Right. And then um, they pick another person to try to make it seem like they love that person more than you, but they will never love another person more than they love you. They just can't. They pretend that they do. They try to pretend like everything's okay. But it's not because they haven't gotten past that mental and emotional state they haven't talked to a therapist you know through therapy and stuff there have been narcissists that have been able to recover you know okay and do we say you were saying do we say what people are born this way or do you think it's the environment how you were raised certain things your parents might have let you get away with things that they might shouldn't have let you got away with and now that's what shapes your view, or do you, or you think it's just individually based, and it, and it's just internally that some people feel a superior complex to others. Um, it's probably because they didn't get the. This is what a psychiatrist said. Okay, a very famous psychiatrist that actually worked on Red Table Talk, and she spoke to Jada Pinkett Smith. I can't remember the lady's name, but okay. what she said was that. These people as children, they always seek some sort of approval, I guess, maybe from a lack of there was some sort of lack because me and museum even talked about it when people are lacking, like either their mother's love or their father's love or they were a middle child of some sort. Right. Mm -hmm. When they feel like there was some sort of lack for them as a child, they bring that into adulthood. You're right, though. I know a couple of friends that, um, just this day in their 30s, they still talking about how certain people in their family didn't love them. And I'm like, but here's my problem with that. I'm like, I do understand why you're mad that you didn't get the love from them, but aren't you taking away from the people that did show you love and did give you love? I mean, to me, I feel like that should outweigh the love that you didn't get from a particular individual. They tell me it's not the same, though, and it's that. But it goes right back down. You mean invalidation from somebody else? I mean, look, there's a lot of us that are blood that, mm-hmm. I, that I don't fuck with. I got blood that I don't fuck with. I got water that I'm that I'm tighter with than blood. So you learn it in the basics. You need um water to live. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm basically telling people, sometimes blood ain't always going to be tight like you think or should be. That's what I'm saying. That's life sometimes. That's just what it is. People need to stop looking at the movies and TV and shit and thinking that that's real life because that's not real life. Yeah, most of it might be, but that's just not how the fucking world operates. That's just not serious. You know, you love to see the um the two car garage and the picket fence and everybody saying "Kumbaya, Hannah Dory, Joy to the World," but that ain't how it works. Them people got motherfucking problems. Y'all living in glass houses, and sometimes y'all may be the main ones talking. And don't y'all know sticks and stones break bones? Y'all need to stop that. Come on. Yep. And here's the thing with narcissists, they just always constantly require, you know, something emotional, some sort of energy, some sort of feeling, mm-hmm. you know, materials. 
You know, it's just like they're showering themselves with things and new victims and people and something that'll just help their existence, you know, and they're just always constantly falling in love, right? Constantly falling in love, constantly looking for love, constantly yeah. trying to go out their, and spend money. Their, on their seventh king on Instagram this year. <laughs> Come on, now. Look, look. Some of you are the narcissists or some of the ones that want this country to get back to going the way it was because mm. being in the house and can't get no validation. That's what wow. they out there protesting. Wow, say it again. Validation. Wow, so, say that again. Some of these people that are stuck home are narcissistic and they want to get back out there and start this country up because they want that validation that they're not getting from in the house. And remember, mm. they don't mind it being good validation or bad validation, whether they out there fight. How you get in a fight in a red lobster line because it was an hour away? Well, if you got that frustrated because you waited, first of all, I'm not going to wait an hour because I'll go eat somewhere else. Second of all, I'm in Corona, so I'm not about to be getting into no damn fight over a fist plate. Catch a charge. Sound the charge, y'all. <laughs> Come on. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And that's the narcissist for you. Ready to fight. Because they can't. And, and look, let me just say this, people. Race plays no part in a narcissist. They can be green. I've seen some of the worst black ones. That's what I'm telling you. Oh. Oh. I think they might be worse than other races when they like that. Because. And why do you say that? Man, because they treat their own race like a piece of shit. They are, I mean, let me explain explain this to you. So, for example, you can have a black person that's got that complex and be a superior to you, right? And they're not going to try to, um, you you are entitled to a promotion. You've done the work and you've done everything. But they're going to try to hold you back because they don't want you to get above them. So they're going to try to give the higher-ups a reason why they don't feel like you're ready for your promotion. And they'll mm-hmm. put it a couple of times. Then you got to go around them. And then you start talking to the other supervisors, telling them, like, I don't understand. I'm doing all of this. Look at my work. Look at this. And then that one goes and talks to the ups. And then they looking at the one that was blocking you. Like, well, why were you blocking this person? And that's what... We as black people do a lot. When I go into corner stores, they got this. Look, black people, for some reason, they think they superior to other black people. Let me speak yep, on it. I've seen, I got can, speak I say, on it. can I say I've seen that in my job where I've seen other black people put other black people down so that they don't get to a higher place in their job or even get them fired. I've seen it with my own two eyes. Seen it happen. Let me tell y'all something. I was working at a motherfucking grocery store and a new black manager came in. I'm a bagger. <laughs> I had ambitions to be a cashier. She didn't want me. She only saw me as a bagger. Man, this bitch started having me do dumb shit, y'all. Cleaning motherfucking baseboards and shit. You know what I'm saying? Going in the back in the deli, helping them clean the deli out. I'm in the freezer. I'm supposed to be a bagger slash cashier. And I'm not even doing this now. And I got frustrated and I started telling them and they won't really like hearing me and I got to tell y'all, in my youth, I quit the job. And I hate that I did. And I hate I had to tell y'all that that I got that, that pressure. I couldn't take it and I quit. As I got older in life, I wish I, because I've had it happen to me again, y'all. And that time I didn't quit. I rolled the storm. And for then, you. Say again. And for 
I said, good for you. Well, already. And I thank you because they left the damn after they were fucking with me about a month later, they wound up leaving the company. See? And that's what I'm saying, y'all. If I had to just stay, then I, I they were gone. See? But I, mm-hmm. I couldn't take I couldn't take the heat I felt at that time. But sometimes we have to take that type of heat. But it was it was starting to get the better of me, y'all. I felt like if I didn't, I would have cussed her out. It was, you know. It was that shit that shit happened to me years ago. I was working in an outback steakhouse when I first started like cooking and working in the kitchen. There was this one fucking white boy. I can't remember his fucking name. Come on. But his girlfriend was my friend before he started working with us. And she's like, oh, my boyfriend's going to come in and work. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, I'm going to help train him since that's you, since you and me are cool and that's your boy. Come on. So I did that. And after a week, this nigga thought he was better than me. You know what I'm saying? And he, and he was white. Yo, he hated doing fucking labor work. Like anything that was hard labor, he hated fucking doing it. He wanted to be the head line cook, the head chef. But this man didn't even know how to fucking cook properly. Remember, he wanted to do anything that involved him looking pretty. If it involved him looking right, pretty. Or making the most money. That's what it was about. He was talking about making, making the most money. In the end, me and the girl, we weren't friends anymore because her boyfriend was constantly disrespecting me or trying to disrespect me because I didn't let him. I stood didn't up let his ass. I was like, not today, massa. You ain't going to run over me. You got me fucked up. Because I was living in the South at that time. And I was like, you got me fucked up if you think that you're going to step over me. So when I saw that he needed help and he didn't know how to do something, I let him fall. I, I let him fall apart. Because he wanted to talk all that shit. I was like, all right. And then you know what? He got to me so much that me like a dummy, I ended up leaving the job. And not even two weeks later, he quit. See what I'm saying? That and I could have fucking took his position. I was in that company for so long, but because he was with the bullshit and I couldn't take it, it was stress from him at work. And then when I went home, me and my ex were fighting all the time and it was just too much for me. I was like, I can't deal with this. And I fucking ended up leaving like an idiot. And I like how you can admit that how I admit it. Like we, like, we go, I'm going to say it with you. Yes, I was an idiot. Yes, you were an idiot. But we learned from that experience, I ain't let a motherfucker. I never, I never walked away from another job after that. I promise y'all that at home. Not after that, you know what I'm saying. I um, found my fortitude, and I've been in some fucked up jobs after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Come on now. I realized it was a part of this thing that they like to call hazing, where they like treat you like shit to see how much you can take. Come on. And um. I was, um, but that's why I said, again, yeah, I'm thankful to be in my U-verse. I wish I was in my U-verse then. I wouldn't have, I, if we were not U-verse then, we was no way we were, I'd have let myself go like that. And that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to tell you again. But see, again, what was I dealing with? What was you dealing with? A narcissistic person that was getting enjoyment out of trying to make us suffer. That's yep. what I'm saying. And I can't take somebody trying to get enjoyment, trying to lick my tears. Don't let nobody lick your tears. There's a lot of people that you'll talk to. Y'all got to be particular at home. Who y'all let hear y'all problems? Some of them people don't want, don't care about your problems. All they want to do is lick your tears. Your problems make them feel better. Yep, that's the fucking truth. Everyone around me 
Well, not oh, anymore. Mom. I don't have that issue anymore because, like I said, I'm preserving myself now. But back in the day, man, I used to just be so trusting and very naive. I was like that for, like, most of my life until this whole entire ordeal happened to me recently. So I just had a bunch of people coming at me. I was like, yo, who the fuck are these people? And it was because I had people around me that knew information about me. And they were just, I knew that they were fake. And I kept telling my friend, I'm like, yo, I think these motherfuckers are fake. I could tell they don't fuck with me. And I'm glad that they, that they expose themselves. I'm glad that they expose themselves. Because that's why I never wanted to get close to them. You know, B-Dog. I was nope. like, I don't know. These people are funny. I've been around those type of people. You know you what I'm saying? Something like, about the energy. Yeah, when you just walk in a room and everybody gets quiet and they're looking at you with this weird face, you just know. You just fucking know. You just know. And the main one talking shit is the main one that won't say nothing to you and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? You already know who that bitch nigga is and they just mm, with their lips poke the fuck out. Like, you don't know that these motherfuckers try to say a slight remark about you and shit. But I always tell them, I'm a real OG. And if I got a problem with you, I ain't afraid to man you up and tell you what it is, good or bad. That's what it is. You ain't got to like it. You're going to have to accept it because I told it to you. Now, listen, you can tell me what you need to say after I said what I need to say. And if you felt like you needed to get physical, then we can get physical. I hope we don't have to get physical. But if it is, then it is what it is. But I'm trying to tell my fellas, I'm going to tell you what time it is. I know you will, too. All things. Come on. Listen, that's why I say there's a lot of people that don't like me because I tell them shit like the fuck it is. I'm from New York. You understand me? We tell people straight to their motherfucking face. I don't don't need to hide anything from you. If you think it's behind your back, I'm I'm still going to tell you in your face what the fuck I said behind your back, period. That's just the way it is. And if I said it, I can repeat it. I ain't one of them that'll tell another motherfucker something and then they brought it to your attention and then you come back around me. Well, I heard you say such and such, beat all. I said the shit. I stand by what I said. Mm-hmm. But they told it to you out of content. Let me give you the content that that was said in because they tried to make it seem like I was just shooting you a curve and that wasn't the case. We were talking on real facts and you know what you did and that shit was real. And we spoke on it. I'm really gonna talk about real shit. I'm not gonna make nothing up about nobody. I'm not making up. See, a narcissist will make shit up, will lie yeah. on you, do shit to make you feel good. Them mm-hmm. feel good. Come on now, keep shit going. Here, because that they, they try to gain control, but this is how I regain control. I completely withdrew away from all those narcissists. They didn't have any way to access me. They don't know my number, they don't know how to get to me. That's one way to regain control of a narcissist and always remember this is my last point to this section narcissist may return yes a narcissist will return remember that mm. come on now let me ask you have you been in a relationship with a narcissist because i've got to say fortunately i have not been in one good shit yes, but have I you been have. In- yes i have and i've had a stepfather who was a narcissist i've had coaches who were narcissists i've had opponents who were narcissists yeah definitely <laughs> How did you deal with it in your relationship? Like I like I just told you, I completely withdrew. I was like, all right, that's how you're going to play? Well, guess what? I'm the coach. The coach don't play. You want to play a game? I'm not going to play your game. I'm just going to withdraw. This is what it is, and I'm going to let you know. 
And I and I told the person, I was like, look, I, I think it's best if I talk to somebody else who talk to other people because this just ain't working for me. And that's how that went. Okay. Did, let me ask you, did they try to hide the fact they were one? Because normally they can't hide it. It's like, oh, yeah. they're too they're going to get exposed is what I'm saying. Yeah, he definitely tried to hide it. He tried to hide messages in his phone, but I was still able to hack his phone. This is the thing about me. He he knew that I studied criminal justice, but he forgot the fact that when you do criminal justice, you're in everything. You're in intelligence. You're, you know, you, you fucking, you know, weapons, you know, forensics, you know how to hack computers, you know, everything. Come on, man. So whatever you think, whatever a person thinks that I don't know, I already fucking know. I'm just waiting for you to admit and say that you're fucking sorry. But he could never say that. So I was like, all right, he, he wanted to turn everything on me. And I was like, hold on. First of all, you're the one who did this, this, that, and the third. And that's why I reacted. So don't try to make it seem like I'm the crazy person. Because we both know there's a cause and an effect. Okay? It's like a child. If a child tries me and they test my boundaries, because like like some women say, a lot of men are like children. They'll test your boundaries. But with me, you test my boundaries, you're going to get to the point where I'm going to sit you in timeout or I'm going to send you to the orphanage. And that's it. We ain't going to play no more. Come on now. And you hate that to do a person right. like that. I'm not. You no choice. You no choice. I'm sorry. I'm going to do you yeah, just I'm like I'm not going to heal you. You're going to have to go get a fucking psychotherapist. <laughs> that's what it is. And there was another narcissist too that I dated. And I said, Listen, I'll take it to the next level with you if you're willing to go to counseling with me. And he, okay. he Come was on. not like willing it. to go to counseling with me. Did he say why he wasn't willing to go or it was it, just it, it just was wasn't his thing? You know, I used to think bad things about counseling, y'all, but I've I've, I've got to tell y'all my thoughts. When I was younger, my thoughts were kind of like, why you need a strength? You know everybody needs somebody to talk to. And I'm telling y'all that. And I've actually talked to one, and it wasn't a bad experience. Got a couple of things on my chest. And what you'll find out is, do, um, hear me out when I say this. If you've been green-lighted before, right? What's that? You might have, you know, um, gaslighted, excuse me, you've been gaslighted, right? And you might not even realize that these certain things have been done to you because mentally, you either suppressed it, nope. blocked it, forgot yeah. it, or That's whatever how you can do. Works, mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I went and I brought, so I had some underlying issues that I didn't even realize that I had suppressed as a child, talked them out. I let that part go and reconnected with my inner child self. And I'm a better person today. And I like to tell people that you can get better. I'm still constantly working on myself. I'm trying to be the best me I can be for me, not for my kid, not for my other half, but for me. I do it for me. Let me just tell you that I do it for me. I I can't do it for nobody else. Do you get what I'm saying, though? Because if you do it for yourself, look. When you're doing it for somebody else, it's always easy to look at them. Be like, yeah, that's right. You got to have an inspiration come for yourself. They might not always be there to give you a push. But see, with a narcissist, they're always looking for that push. That motherfucker push them forward. See, my my people that are self-sufficient, self-sustained, they know how to generate that energy they self. 
to give them the motor. Look, I'm self-motivating. That's what I'm telling you. Look, you tell me a project, I'm going to go handle it. You get what I'm saying? I'll come back if I got some needed some extra direction on it. But I can pretty much connect the dots. I'm intelligent enough to know mm -mm, mm -mm, A, B, C, D. That's what I'm saying. But some of y'all, y'all ain't that intelligent. Y'all think motherfucking E come after C. You know what I'm talking about? Come on now. And y'all be surprised how many y'all adults don't know y'all ABCs. Stop. Yeah, and um, I, I noticed that I've had like, you know, being around a narcissist, you eventually start to pick up some of their habits and tendencies. And I did start to do that. You know, I, mm -hmm. I won't lie. I picked up some of the habits that he had after the fact because people will rub off on you. I don't give a fuck what, what anybody talking about. Yes. And then I noticed and I was like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck is happening to me? And then I had to realize that. And that's why I'm like, okay, I need to work on myself. I need to change this about me. Even though people in the past might look at me a certain way. Okay, I did something. I did something wrong and they're never going to, you know, let me live for it, right? They're always going to bring that up that past. But that's on right. them. Now that I know what I, now that I know what that's I can on work on, I can work on it. And uh, I like what you said. We are yep. who we hang with. We are what we eat. We are what we identify with. So let me tell you something. If you're running with them losers, well, get ready to be a loser. If you're running with them winners, well, get ready to be a winner. Now, there's exceptions to these rules because some of y'all like to be on snooze and shit. But for the most part, though, you are who you hang with. If you're hanging with negative people, you're going to be negative. If you're hanging with people that like to talk about other people, gossip, right. you're going to be a gossip. Right. Because that's who you're hanging with. You hanging with confident people, you're going to be confident. You hanging with motherfuckers that are scary, suspect, you're going to be scary, suspect. I loved how you said that, CC. We are a product True. of who we fuck with. Well, I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to deny it. And I noticed that my mom, my mom was such a sweet person back in the day. And we had this stepfather. He was a Cuban stepfather. The guy was a fucking asshole. And some of his tendencies to this day are okay. stuck on my mom. And, my, and I don't even think my mom realizes it. And I'm like, damn, I mm -hmm. see Sebastian all over her. I mean, the funny thing about it is what, what we're going to tell you is you don't even realize that when we intertwine with people, I brand some of my DNA on you. You brand some of your DNA on me. And that's how the shit goes. And this is how customs and cultures are carried from one place to another and expand upon and grow and take on lives of their own. You know what I'm saying? But, again, mm -hmm. we have to be careful of the things that we digest, the things you put in your head, the images that you see, the articles that you read, the TV shows, the news, this corona shit, too much yep. of that can fuck yep. with your will, your mental. So you got to be very mindful. Your body is a temple. Your body is a foundation. And it's only as strong as you make your foundation. Right. And trust me, I see some of the cracks of some of y'all's foundations and shit. You know what I'm saying? Running around this motherfucker like y'all should be back out there and shit. My city that already said it's narcissist, man. They That's talking crazy. about you can go I'm swimming. Not, I'm there. not doing it. I'm gonna wait for the, the first wave of the people pool. out because now they're talking about China is on a second lockdown. That it's the coronavirus mutated into something else. 
I haven't even received half of my packages because I didn't know that China was on a lockdown. Now, all my packages are coming like two weeks later than what I expected them to be here. See what I'm saying? Come on now. This is all we're saying now. And if China's just, and you just said it mutated, so now they got a whole different type mm -hmm. of virus they're dealing I with. still call it the coronavirus, yeah. We don't we don't know what, what it is now that they have, but I know as far as us, we have that inflammatory disease for the children, the Kawasaki disease. Yep. And they saying that shit, they need, they saying that shit needs to be addressed quick, fast, and a herd. Did you see the polls? A friend people, of mine. people are voting for um they said they favor Biden over Donald Trump. So I guess America wants a new president. Well they want somebody to try to take action. Um a friend of mine pointed this out to me. What you think of this? Um um you know how they call it covert nineteen. He said that stands for it was converted in 2019. I said, Boy, you fine, you wild and say get that shit converted. In 2019, yeah. that's why they called it COVID-19, because they knew the shit was going to yeah. come out in, in 2019. Yeah. I'm and like, the, yo, boy, the you wild Like, they already, listen, in New York, we were told that this disease has been out in China since May 2019, but the president failed to tell us. But now they're saying, now they're saying that China See what has I'm been talking out about? since January. How the fuck they backtrack on information? Mm. Look at this. My city and 18 other cities yep. are lying to the people. And this is a, oh, they're yeah. lying to the narcissistic people because those people are asking, like, for example, they say you can go back to swimming now, 50%. You can go in the restaurant now and eat 50%. You can go get your hair done. At um fifty percent capacity, everything that they're saying you can do involves being around a whole bunch of fucking people. And just cause Betty looks like she's not sick, and Betty passed up the mama to check, don't mean Betty's ass ain't sick. See, I could have COVID nineteen and walk next to you and have no symptoms, but if I give it if I give it to you, you might not react. Thank the same. you. That's why the children they're getting that inflammatory disease. They're not reacting the same. Why? Because they got us locked in and the children are not able to build immunity. The children are not out there getting their vaccines for the next year. The children are not out there getting their flu shot, flu shots, right? They're playing outside. Nobody got masks on. When people take selfies, I've seen people taking selfies recently. Come on. They take the mask down off their fucking nose. And I'm like, that's defeating the whole fucking purpose. Well, look, when we was at that virtual wedding, some people at the wedding was like, man, y'all going to be in the pictures. Y'all got to take y'all mask off. We laughed at them. If you look at the wedding pictures and I show you every picture I'm in, my mask is on. I don't give a fuck. Because what I'm telling them is even right now, y'all at home, my city going into phase two in Friday, and I'm still acting like I'm in phase zero, still wearing my mask, still washing my hands, still sanitizing down, because I know that Three things. Again, this all goes back to narcissism. Look, only a narcissist wants to open the, the country back up. And the first words I always yeah. hear from them is the economy. I don't hear them telling American people, you know what? I hope y'all be able to pay y'all rent when this shit get back right. 
or y'all will be able to pay your light bill, or we hope you'll be able to keep your cell phone bill on. Because remember, when we open the country back up, all these other motherfuckers are going to want this money from you. Because as long as the country's closed, we can't ask you for this money. So as you open it, shit. You don't think you in the goody mob song. Who's that peeking through my window? Nah, that's a bill collector. Come on. Fuck around. I ain't lying to y'all at home, and that's the thing that gets me the most. Tell us. Red Eye Report. Right want to know what's good. And I live on a military base, in case you didn't know. Right now, they're saying no soldiers in this base have it. Right. When I know for a fact, I know two motherfucking soldiers that had it in January and in December. Two of them that are right now getting ready mm. to come back. Are they sick anymore? No, they're not. They were able to be quarantined. Listen, they were sick with the COVID. But they, they were able to be quarantined with all their little buddies. And guess what? They're getting ready to come back. And they're sitting here and they're telling every fucking body that it's not our guys that have it. And that's a fucking goddamn lie. And I'm telling you right now, when those motherfuckers come back, I'm trying to stay as far the fuck away from them as possible. I don't give a fuck if it's my relative. I'm staying away. Because I'm not taking any chances. I have a daughter who I have a daughter who has fucking. You can't take any chances. Okay, and I'm not gonna take any chances. I don't. Come on. And do you think? And and, and that's what I'm asking you and everything. And they talking about the first thing. They want to talk about economy. Then they say, but we want to take every precaution and make sure that the American people stay safe. We don't want nothing happening to you. But I remember they've been fucking lying. They knew this fucking disease was out since May of last year. Everybody's like, oh, whatever, because the younger people, they're not being affected. Okay? They're, the only way they'll know that they had it is if they check antibodies. That's it. That's the only way they're going to know, because by now, everybody that done had it in New York already had it. Right? So that's, that's in the reality of where we're at. And these motherfuckers are so stupid. None of them have worked in a fucking science lab like I have. None of these motherfuckers. Okay? This was a deliberate, this was a deliberate motherfucking attack. Right. And everybody was in on it. I don't give a fuck. They could call this shit a Chinese virus. Excuse my language. I don't give a fuck. All the fucking government Come on, this shit. Everybody's making money off this shit. And you're going to see. And then they're going to try to make a fucking antidote and be like, oh, everybody. everybody. Here's a fucking vaccine. Now everybody can go back the fuck to work. But you know what? Mamar Gaddafi, before he fucking died, he said they're going to put out diseases and then they're going to sell you the antidote and give you the vaccines and pretend like they cured you. Mamar Gaddafi said this shit and they killed him. Didn't they kill him? Didn't they have that man killed? Said it. Come on now. Get I'm, it just say, I'm just saying, all yes. these motherfuckers, NATO and all of them, Come on now. they're all in this shit. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not, I'm woke as fuck. I don't, I don't need anybody to tell me. That, that's what it is. That's the truth. And they're going to continue lying to these people. No. They can call you a I man. I'm not a conspiracy theorist all day. And I say, okay. Oh, oh okay. So, no, well, I'm going to tell you this, right? Okay, let me speak for me then. Let me tell you, they're going to call me, hit the red out report, a conspiracy theorist. And I'm going to quickly tell them is, I don't deal in conspiracies. I deal in true facts. And what I'm trying to tell you is, when you look at this shit, 
Yeah, they'll put me over there in section zero for the motherfuckers conspiracy theory. That's where they're gonna place me. Right. But know that I know that this is about population control. Know that I know that man is always worried about it not being enough fucking resources. So they like to do dumb shit like this to reduce the population. They're not even telling you about the whole look. Since Corona's been around, I, I barely see homeless people. I what about you? Homeless people. I don't know about anywhere else. They say there's homeless people, you know, around the town, but I don't know. I, I've never seen them. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. Since this Corona thing, I don't see homeless people like that. I see them one, two, every now and again. Back up before this Corona yeah. shit, they were everywhere out there asking for money. I would give them some shit like that. Now they're not out there like that. They're not there and. Like I said again, they're not there. So the like I said, if you were old and you were homeless, <laughs> this corona shit probably done knocked you no, the fuck it's off. Just and that's what it was designed to do. Finding out who's in America. They got the whole census thing. Everybody wanted to get a check. But they already know who you are. They know that you exist. They know that you're in the country, right? They got everybody on the motherfucking grid. The ones who didn't get their check because to the government, technically you're not on the grid. <laughs> But they they did say that supposedly Thank you. Um, Thank today you. they should be releasing stimulus checks. But I don't know. There's so many articles. I don't even know what to believe. And here's a fun fact that I heard. And I heard this one's going to get you. So you know, like you said, everybody right. ain't going to do it because everybody ain't going to be on the grid, right? But I heard they still, they mailing out debit cards with people's last knowns and shit. Seeing if you're gonna get it that way so they can still be like, oh, that motherfucker's alive. Because it's all about, like you said, who's alive, who's dead. You know, we can get into a whole nother conversation about um, mm -hmm. what a straw man is and about how everybody's got a straw man account and how. Yep. Your ass is worth money, dead or alive. That's why they make sure when our military soldiers mm -hmm. die, they make sure they bring their body back. Shit here's, like that. It's, it's deep, y'all. It's deep. I ain't gonna For touch it. The what? people that didn't really receive their stimulus checks, I believe they're counting those people as dead bodies. Mmm. Nice one for them. And that's that's what that's I. That's ugly and, and nice. Listen, at let the me same ask time. you a question. Because I was having a discussion on this uh, Facebook forum with some people, and they said that okay, Donald Trump using the trigger word Chinese virus is not racist and it's not offensive. And so I and so I so I rebuttal with a picture of Malcolm X. Happy, uh, actually, happy birthday to Malcolm X today, which is his birthday. But um. I rebuttaled with a photo of Malcolm X. And then yep. I said, that's a trigger word. If you don't see what's wrong with him calling it the Chinese virus, then you're part of the problem. What do you think about that, B-Dog? You're part of the problem. Well, that's that's a big fucking issue because look at this. This is what you said. He want to call it. And then they want to say that it's not racist. How is it not? It'd be one thing if you were saying, well, we think the virus originated in China or Japan, but we're not certain. 
But instead, you're actually calling it by the race. We call it the Chinese virus. You know what I'm saying? That's why Chinese restaurants closed for like a month and a half initially. Because they were getting beat up. Everybody was beating them up and shit, thinking that it was their virus and all they had to do was be around you and you got sick. That's how he he was making motherfuckers stay. Now, I'll give you one back. Now, what do you think about when we heard them reports over there how China was doing them black refugees over there, not letting them get buy no food, not letting them get no hotels, and that stuff I that was that was nice to them. So listen, if you disrespect our our people over there, mm-hmm. guess what? When your people over here get disrespected, they're not gonna have remorse for you. And people need and people need to realize that. Mm. I mean, you want to call it a Chinese virus because it it originated in Beijing, whatever, sure. But you got to remember that it's a trigger word. You cannot blame what is happening in the world on the people in China. That is their government. There is a difference. Listen, if they don't know what trigger words is, let me give you an example. When Nosy Nancy tells the black people at the park that she's going to call the police, that is a trigger word. Because now you're supposed to be feeling all kind of weird and strange now because she just said the word police and shit. And she know how they view black people. So if you're black, that does make your anxiety act up just a little bit. You can't help it. I don't know how much confidence you got. Your anxiety yeah. going to flare up when you hear that word. You see what I'm saying? Because it's been bred into our DNA to flare us up and to get a reaction, man. I've learned so much doing these podcasts with you, CC. Um, far as various things that I've studied and researched, and that's a real, real thing. Like how they they tried to brand in black people throughout slavery, how to be kind of yep. like scared yep. of authority. Do you know what I mean me, by that? The museums talk about it all the time. I told them that I've had people tell me that I need to humble myself. And he's like, well, yeah, that's their indirect way of telling you, shut up, Negro. Shut up, Negro. Right it is. That's the sh- what, if it ain't, get, what if it is, come on now. So when they say, lovely. oh. She accepted an award and she was like, no, you're not. You're not an angry person. You're standing firm on your beliefs. It's not that you're an angry black woman or, or an angry person or whatever, whatever they try to tell you. You're just standing firm on your beliefs. And when they tell you you need to humble yourself, tell them, I come from royalty. You know, we come from pharaohs and kings in Egypt. Come on now. <laughs> Bow to this ring. Man. That's all we tell you. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't conform. That's another thing. Like I don't conform. Like I be. Have you ever seen those um, programs where they do, like, uh, what would you do, or the one where they'll have a group of people and they'll try to get all the people to be in agreement on a specific thing, right? And you know, like for example, they'll be like they'll flash some shit across the screen, and they'll be like, well, "What was the last colors y'all seen?" So the group is supposed to say, "Well, if it was red, blue." green so the color before green was blue but you got half the group saying it was green and you got the other half of the group saying that it's blue 
and then as an individual, who do you vote with? Because they say majority of times we like to be clogs in the system and we don't go for individualism so we can see wrong, but we're still going to go with the majority, even though we know what we just saw was mm-hmm. wrong. We don't want to be ostracized ourselves yeah. by the group. It's that group mentality. And I use that word, y'all, ostracized in a sentence. Give me credit. Yeah. And Two I checks, feel please. like I told you like Come I said, on. I don't kiss ass and I don't have that group mentality. I have my own mind. And I think that's why I'm always going to be the black sheep because I have my own mind and, and I have my own way of thinking. And I just see things. I see things from a different point of view. And I think a lot of people have a hard time becoming what I like to call the hangman. It's like when you're hanging upside down and you're looking at things from a different point of view. That's me. I like it. I like it. I've always covered outside the I've always covered outside the lines because for me, it's beauty in outside the lines. Like everybody talk about like my teachers used to get mad. Why did you color outside the line? Well, I I, I mm-hmm. thought there should be some color out here too. See, I live in the gray area now. And areas where I like to be at. See, a lot of times people like to be too much black, too much white. I be in the gray area because I already know a lot of this shit take mm. place in the gray area. See, that data that y'all getting about this corona is coming from the gray area. That's what I'm telling y'all. And in the gray area, we can make up data. We can make shit, manipulate mm. shit. We can make shit look good because it's in the gray area. And then after we made this shit up, and then mm. this truth come out, it's too late. It was in the gray area. Yeah. And uh, look at that for Georgia, for example. They talked about how their, they, their peoples, they were going, it's May, and they were using the numbers from April 25th wow. to justify them reopening. Do you see what I'm saying? And now they reopened, and, and you like, you done got caught in the lot, so doesn't that make? So should you now rescind the order? Because technically, your cases were actually higher. Your death rate was actually higher. You fudged the numbers to make it look like it was lower. And I'm just wondering, y'all, people at home, think about this. How many states yeah. might be fucking with their numbers just to get this economy to start back up, just to go into phase I mean, two? It is y'all need it to is. think Any about that, man. for you tonight? Well, you know, I, I learned a lot. I hope they learned a lot about a narcissist and how to look for one and how to identify those in your life and how to take the necessary steps to uh, disassociate yourself from those types of individuals. And it's on a broad scale. It could be a famous person. It could be a nobody. But there, people have those tendencies. So everybody at home, watch out for those tendencies. Stay safe and use your own common sense and don't listen to I ain't I don't listen to the government when it comes to what you should do for your well-being. You, you only know what, know what you should do to, for your well-being. I'm gonna take the advice of the doctors on the Simpsons when the coronavirus broke out on the show, and he said, drink lots of fluid and get plenty of rest. <laughs> Boy, you ain't never lying. That's two beautiful things. That's two things that Americans like. I'm not gonna give you no spill on it. But I'm just saying, a lot of people, we need more sleep. And if I can recommend to people, 10 to 2. 
those are the healing hours. If you can get to sleep 10 at night to 2 in the morning or 10 in the morning to 2 p.m., those are the healing hours for the body when it rejuvenates, when it takes in deep, um, take less out all those antitoxins out the body and everything. That's a good time when you try to re um stimulate your cells, regenerate, and all that. Good hours of sleep. Right. I, you can't get enough sleep. I recommend most sleep and most sleep. Come on. Especially if you got a cold, if you're not feeling good, get your sleep on. Oh, can I also add before we go uh all things, please y'all drink y'all water, H2O. The fun y'all can drink all the soda y'all want, all the alcohol y'all want during this time, but try to balance it out with at least two bottles of water a day. Bare minimum. I really want to tell y'all to drink six bottles, yes, but please I'm gonna start y'all off slow. Two bottles a day will do you good. Walmart and I can smell your piss from the next stall, please. Can you tell her that again? Tell her again. I am tired of walking in public restrooms smelling a motherfucker's piss, smelling like pneumonia right. because they got too much right. protein in their piss. Not drinking enough water. Come on. Right. Oh, what about the ones that don't flush yep. the toilet and they damn That's piss is all brown, darkish color and shit? Nigga, you not healthy. Any other color other than like a light yellow or a white. Come on. Clear, which is usually where I'm at. If your piss does not look clear, oh, you got problems. You got problems, and you need to go get that shit checked out. And we ain't talking about. Oh, uh, we ain't, we ain't talking about yesterday. You need to handle that ASAP. You need to handle that as fast as you possibly can. Come on. This has been the Red Eye Report. We enjoy y'all. Come on to next time. Already. CC until our next one. Yeah. Please send me the next outline so we can do this again. Come on. Narcissus is a very good yeah. subject. Think, I really I'm like the subject of this topic, topic that we brought to the people today. Come it's on. It's gotta be something. It's I, I think I want to talk about, you know, because I know it's my oh. ex's birthday. So I definitely want to talk about something to do with like, you know, like mm. well, let's do this right here. Let's compare. His um by any means necessary to Martin's, you know, uh, Martin's was um, what was his um nonviolent approach, and let's see right. where we um, stand right I now. Whose approach might have um, been better? Come on, talk about Farrakhan as well. Farrakhan, even though like I like Farrakhan, Farrakhan. come like on, Malcolm yeah, Mexican. come on. He's the reason why Malcolm X is dead, but I feel like that's crazy, people. That's crazy, people. See what I, I would I respect um Farrakhan because at one point he had the same conversation that we talked about previously about the Jews and about how there's so many Jews over here. He made the point, you know what I'm saying? And then you remember when he got sick when he was in the hospital and shit. And when he came out the hospital, he won't talking about the Jews no more like that. You see what I'm saying? Now he still will speak on them. But at one point, he had a real, 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 real personal vendetta against Jewish people. And I still tell you, I think it's because he knows secretly that yeah. most Jewish he people said, are actually Nazis. That but Nazis that's me, though. Again, I'm weird like Jews. that when I be like... Yeah, I agree. 
I, I think majority of the motherfucking Jews that the motherfuckers that blended in were Nazis. I don't. I only think a third of them that was spoke like a lot of those generals, a lot of them uppity ups. They migrated to America had offspring. That's all I'm saying. And that's another thing. Like when they were talking about that, like some of them, Hitler's um followers still alive right now. You know, some yeah, people still believe in that. Yeah, Hell, Hitler Hitler shit. Fuck around. And just in case y'all... They have a whole documentary on it. Mm. Mm-hmm. He might still mm. be alive. That's what they're saying. Damn it, now. He damn sure might be. Mm-hmm. And if he ain't, he you damn sure has some... He got a couple of offspring running around here. Come on. A lot of our playbook in this country comes from the Nazis. That homeland security shit. Look that shit up, y'all. That shit ain't nothing but that's that's very accurate. I I trust me, I got a I got a certification in homeland security. So that's very actual factual what you just said. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? That's what they do, man. All these look the death, the um Death penalty ain't nothing but Nazi techniques of torture. Chaco therapy, man, them Nazi, you yeah. got to give them credit, though. Hitler has some smart people around him, though, didn't he, though? But that's what narcissists do. They have smart people around him. And, yes, and Hitler was a narcissist, a too. Yes, he was. Come on. Donald Trump, just like um, Hitler. And if you see the parallels, it's so fucking crazy. Like, Everything, everything they believe, everything is so parallel and so. It's mind boggling. You'll be like, "Wow, we pretty much have Hitler part two as a president." Come on now, and a person that only thinks about themselves doesn't think about the country. And here's the thing that I love right now: if you notice. Trump isn't doing his normal rhetoric for the country. He's allowing he the governors of each state to fuck their state now. You see what I'm saying? So, come on. Mm. Oh, yo. Yo, can we make that another topic? Yo, people that don't like to take responsibility for their actions, yo. Because I know. And the Hitler versus Trump topic. All the ones So That's send me an outline good. and then mm, those are two good ones, man. We got two good ones coming at y'all. You guys have a good night.